G'day everyone, thanks for coming back to the show, um, I know it's been a while, um, I've been very slack on the recording podcasts, um, so I do apologise about that, but uh, thanks to all my loyal listeners for coming back, um, I actually noticed, like, w- during the break, that, um, like, I have a good thing here, like, like, this podcast, like, it's known in the local community, um, people will come up to me and say, like, they know the podcast, and I don't even know them. So, I just think this is a great opportunity, uh, this podcast, that I can't pass up. And plus, I am paying a membership to um, the podcast distributor. So, you know, it's money in the bank, man. Got to use it. Um, but uh, I thought I'd do a different podcast this week. I've, I'm just sitting here in my container, and I'm just solo. So, I'm just uh, going to see how... How I go with a solo podcast, um, because that would make it a lot easier if I can actually do that, because I don't need to rely on guests, because they're generally unreliable. But uh, hopefully we'll get some more guests on the way soon, um, but uh, for now, this is the solo podcast with Hugh himself, from the title of the podcast. Um so, earlier, when I was younger, um, I was actually considering doing vlogging because I thought, like, I've, I've got a pretty cool life here on the farm. So, this solo podcast is kind of a way for me to, I don't know, play around with that idea a bit. Um, and I'm actually going to tell you this week about my trip, my recent trip to Melbourne, uh, Victoria. Um, it was a lot of fun, um, got to see a lot of stand-up comedy, and, um, just have a look around the city and stuff, so, I thought I'd kind of, um, give everyone a bit of a, bit of a rundown on how the week went, and, um, yeah, so I hope you enjoy, and, um, this was also, this podcast will also be great preparation if I decide to do stand-up which I'm now very inspired to do because of um, my week in Melbourne. Uh, so hopefully, hopefully I can branch into stand-up comedy. That I reckon that would be absolutely awesome. Um, so thanks everyone for tuning in to the podcast and uh, I'll get into the week. So um, this was actually last week, so the Easter weekend um, in April. And I went down there with my grandma because it was a, a trip she gave it she gave us all like a trip each for um a christmas present um so that that was kind of that was my trip to melbourne so i thought i'm going to head down go to the melbourne comedy festival let's do it so um we yeah we came down there on friday and uh first thing we went to was the NRL which was awesome um it was the broncos versus storm but uh it was a pretty you know, Broncos didn't play that well, but, uh, you know, it was a great atmosphere, awesome, awesome spot down there, um, the stadium's just so, it's just so big, and, yeah, and also, I think, um, the crowd noises during NRL are fake, because it's kind of, like, pretty silent throughout the whole game, and then when someone does something cool, everyone yells, but it's, like, for, I don't know, like, two seconds, so, that's a, interesting observation I picked up, so, um, you know, it might be true, you learn something new every day anyway, um, 
but yeah, lots of people wearing purple and um, had a great time, really. Um, and uh, the next day was uh, Saturday. Headed down to Chinatown. So um, as many of you may know, I speak a bit of Mandarin myself. So, uh, you know, I had a bit of fun just uh, conversing in Chinese with my... Uh, <laughs> With my Chinese brothers and sisters, so that was a uh, that was a good fun. Um, Chinatown's an awesome spot. Um, great food and great markets. Uh, very, very friendly people down there too. So um, would recommend heading down there if you're in uh, Melbourne. Like I feel, because I feel like um, Melbourne is a lot more harmonious um, between different races and ethnicities. Like there was a lot of different ethnics down there and. I know it just felt a lot calmer than Sydney. Like, it just feels like it's like subconscious, like the vibe, man. So I don't know, but uh, that was just an interesting observation. Ob- observation. Um, we went to Hot Pot. Now, Hot Pot, it's so sick. Like, so basically, you just get um all this I don't know fruits, uh, all these veggies and uh, meats and uh like noodles and stuff, put them in a bowl of uh, boiling water with some uh, seasoning and eat it. And it's fabulous. So I would definitely recommend um, Hot Pot. We went to two places and it really tasted just like the real thing in China. Um, So definitely check that out um, if you are in Chinatown. Um, Really cool experience. And um, let's see what else is on the list. I went to this great Chinese market, and that was that had so many cool things in there. Um, anyway, don't want to bore you with the details. Um, yeah, we got um, yelled at by uh, a homeless lady. Um, we were walking past, and she was asking for a bit of money. She had a beer in her hand, and we just like kind of walked past because, you know, you, we gave out so much money. Jeez, we're going broke. Um, you know, that's why I need to do this podcast, so I can pay all these homeless people. And um, as we were walking past, she told us to um, die and go extinct. So that was nice. That was a really nice, um, really made my day. Um, so that was good fun. Uh, this was Saturday night. Um, so Saturday night, we went and saw Lloyd Langford. So I'm not sure if anyone's familiar with uh, good old Lloyd, but uh, he's on Have You Been Paying Attention, and, um, you know, he does a bit of um, stand-up, and he's just from Britain, I think, originally. Great bloke, anyway. Um, so, yeah, we, we sat in the front row of his show, and Grandma actually heckled him a few times, so that was cool. Um, it was kind of a bit of a banter between those two, so that was, uh, that was really nice. And... Um, he did make an Anne Frank joke, and after the show, this this old man from the front row actually came up to him and gave him a bit of a talking to about it. Uh, I don't know if he actually changed the show because of it, but uh, anyway, it was a bit that was a bit awkward. <laughs> um, I don't know what do you expect really. Like you go on a stand up comedy, it's gonna it's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt someone, you know. Um, anyway. Um, the room, like, I thought I might describe how big some of these events are. So most of them were, like, rooms of about 50 people or something. So that was what Lloyd's was. And, um, 
So yeah, it was kind of like first in, best dressed, really. And you just line up outside, and then whoever gets in first gets to pick whatever seats they want. Most people don't choose the front row, but it depends on the show. So we like the front row, because good view, everything like that. And um, after that, we went to improv comedy, which was it was a bit anticlimactic, I'm not going to lie. Um, basically, it was like... It was a tournament of teams, they called it, and it was um, it was at this little quirky little bar, um, with all these like, yeah, different you know drama kids. It's drama kids. It's full of drama kids. That's let's just say that. Um, <laughs> so, so we were we were just waiting around there, you know, in this bar, and then uh, they let us in. A uh, little little studio. This one was a bit smaller, probably like. 30, 30 people maybe, uh, so that was nice, good vibe, but um, yeah, I'm going to be honest, the acts were a bit shit, um, like, I get it, improv is pretty hard, but like, I don't know, it was just a bit, it w- it, it's hard, it would be hard to find like comedy in improv, like this is improvisation right here really, I've just got a list on the piece of paper so I don't get off track, like, and I can't really make comedy out of it, but these guys have been training for weeks, I assume. But anyway, basically, yeah, let's like, um, you know, give me a word, give me a place, and then everyone's just like historical, something boring like that. Um, unfortunately, I didn't have the guts to yell out like something weird and shitty like Tiananmen Square or nine eleven. Um, that would have been absolute gold if I did, though. Fuck. Sorry to my podcast listeners, I really let you down on that one. That would have been such a great story to tell. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, yeah, two teams were alright. Um, there was a duo and a, a foursome, and they they did pretty well. Um, this there was this one chick that went on her own, and you know that would be hard. Oh, like speaking on your own in front of a crowd for fifteen minutes, mind. Um, so yeah. Yeah, she really struggled. She floundered. Um, not gonna lie. <laughs> um, yep. So that was uh, that was Saturday, and the streets the streets were really easy to navigate um, in Melbourne. I found. Um, so yeah, we just kind of caught trams or walked or whatever home. And um, Sunday, Sunday, Easter Sunday actually, and um, we didn't. We didn't really celebrate Easter, to be honest, but, um, you know, life goes on in Melbourne. It was just all go. Um, had Hungry Jacks for breakfast. That was, that was fucking good. Not gonna lie, like, it was, it was good price. Like, a very good price, and, like, it was alright food. Like, I don't know, I don't know why they're out more Hungry Jacks. Like, it's better than Macca's, to be honest. It's the same shit, just cheaper. But, um, anyway... Um, maybe I'll open one in Ghana. Um, so we went down to the beach. Yeah, that was cool. And um, actually, when I was a when I was a beach boy, a surfy boy, you know, in my old days, um, <laughs> I used to like I my hair would get like really thick and it, like it wouldn't even get greasy at all. It would just be like so easy to maintain. You just fucking wipe it back and 
there you go. Like it's just it was just so easy because of the salt water, and um and so I was like, oh yeah, so maybe I can get some salt water, and just bottle it up, and put it in my hair. So that's exactly what I did. We went down to that beach, and I d- and I walked in there, dunked my head in, filled up two little plastic water bottles, took them home with me on the plane. Uh, <laughs> It probably looked a bit fucking weird from the beach, just filling up these plastic water bottles of seawater. But um, anyway, uh, I haven't tested them yet, so I'll just let them mature for a bit. And um, maybe I should filter all the hair and shit out because it wasn't very well, um, very well. The water was a bit stagnant. Let's just say that. Um, not many, but not many waves and not much tide. But um, anyway, I'll just put all that shit in my hair anyway. Um, what happened after that? Oh yeah, the outlet store. Um, I'm not sure which day went, um, to the outlet store, but anyway. Um, basically an outlet store is like where it goes first after it gets out of the factory. So, it's cheap and it's good and I love a bargain. So, you know me, went to the Bond store, bought some actually comfortable underwear. So... That was a bonus, like, because I'm used to wearing Max underwear, and that shit is shit. Let's just say that. Don't, don't go buying cheap underwear. Um, it's my number one advice. But um, yeah, I've got some good underwear now, so that's that was a that was a highlight. Um, obviously, also went to uh jeans, just jeans, got some bargains there, you know. Um, some Levi jeans. Uh, so that was a very successful day, I would say. Um, and um, after that, it was Tom Gleason, which um, I'm sure he'd probably be the most famous um, comedian we saw. So he had like a big auditorium um, booked out, big theatre, probably like I don't know, 300 people there. So it's pretty pretty big deal. Um, Tom Gleason, he's off. Um, Hard quiz. Um, he won the Logie last year, and he does a bit off um, on the weekly with Charlie Pickering. So you know, I always thought he was a dry comedian, but when he's on stage, he's actually like really I don't know dramatic and like he's really I don't know he's really energetic. That's the word. But um. Like, I didn't mind him, but um, I just found his comedy was a bit, it was a bit middle-aged. So, like, most of the jokes, I don't know, they, I just didn't find that that funny. Whereas Grandma was, like, sitting behind me just cackling her head off. So, I think his demographic um, was a bit different. Not targeting me, let's just say that. Um, but that was uh, Tom Gleason. I, I, I didn't mind him. I'm going to be honest, he was, he was good. Um, Monday. This has turned into a very, just just laborious chat, hasn't it? Um, I really need to spice things up. Um, 15 minutes. Okay, that's nice. Okay, I've been going a, going a fair while, actually. And um, if I do do this stand-up, like, here's the thing. Here's the predicament. Um... Basically, most comedians say they start with, like, doing five-minute bits or 15-minute bits, stuff like that. And 
then branch into like an hour. But like around here, there's nowhere really like to perform. So what I'd have to do is like go to bars and stuff and like say, oh, I can do a stand-up show for you. But if I do that, like they're not going to want someone to stand up there for five minutes and then go home. Like it's not really worth it. If anyone has any, like, suggestions, I'm thinking about putting, like, a feature together or something, um, like, a bit of music, a bit of comedy, a bit of poetry, something like that, and kind of, like, I don't know, um, do it at a few pubs and stuff around the area, but, um, yeah, I'd love to hear anyone's, uh, ideas on that, but, um, yeah, at the moment, just sticking to podcasting, this is actually going really well, I'm actually really surprised, but, um, yeah, maybe I should do this more often. Um, so Monday, surfing, surfing, yep, um, so there's this spot, um, in Melbourne called Urban Surf, and it's like a, it's, it's like a, it's a big pool with artificial waves, so like every single wave is perfect, and you're just sitting there and like, just, yeah, catch them away, and um, so yeah, I had like a lesson there, and an hour long sesh out on the the breakers, you know, and um so that was so sick. Like if you want to learn how to surf, phew, an hour long session, like that's it's more experience than I've had in like a whole year of surfing. So um definitely recommend that. Um yeah, I was just um just cruising along there on the on the longboard, so that was uh, that was good fun. Yeah. Great waves and um, good, good at atmosphere. Um, British comedy, uh, yeah. So um, we went to the, like, this is the thing like I'm thinking about doing. So they had like four comedians that did 15 minutes each. Um, so that was pretty good. Like 15 minutes, was, I reckon that was a good amount of time. That was they were pretty funny. Not gonna lie. Um, I should actually get the names of them. Um, that was a bit, that was a bit unorganized of me. Hold up. Um, I'm going to pause the recording and get the names of them. <laughs> Fuck, I was just listening back to that, um, the recording and like, damn, I, f I sound fucking boring. I sound bored. Trust me guys though, I'm, ha I'm having a blast here, you know? Um, I'm just, I'm just vibing in this, uh, this container. So I'm not bored. I'm just having fun. And, um. I hope you guys aren't bored out of your mind already. If you are still listening, thank you. But um, it actually got me thinking, like, like the podcasts I like listen to, like Tom and Frenchie, Luke and Lewis, like, you know, they're not, you know, they're not that interesting or funny all the time. I just like to put them in my ears and just listen to, I don't know, listen to their banter, all that shit. So you know, just maybe just do that. Um. But yeah, thanks for sticking around. I found three of the names of those British comedians. Um, Kelsey Delmeda, Mick, Me uh, Mick Nevin, and Rory Lowe. Um, so they were good. Rory was, I reckon, the best. He he was so funny. Um, <laughs> very funny guy. And um, yeah, I, I really liked that show. Good. It was a good bit of taste of uh, British comedy. And um, so yeah, that was... Um, Sunday, Monday, sorry, 
And um, after that, we went for a bit of a walk um, down to down to the ya- Lake Yarra, or the River Yarra, or whatever it's called. And um, it's actually a very unimpressive river. Uh, it's not even that big, you know. I thought it'd be really majestic and nice, but it's it's kind of shit. Not gonna lie. Anyway, um, we actually went to this uh, this Middle Eastern restaurant, which um, I don't know if you guys have had much Middle Eastern food. I I definitely haven't had much experience with it, so um, it was it was a new experience. But um, and they had like these uh these shishas they call it shisha, and uh, it's like this big I don't know like two foot tall metal um, thing looked like a candlestick, and uh, they put like this herbal mix in it in uh, in the top and smoke it out of these tubes coming out of it. Um, so yeah, yeah, that looks pretty sick. Not gonna lie, it wasn't marijuana, but apparently it's something similar. Same taste, just not actual marijuana. But um, anyway, I didn't have any of that, of course. You know, under eighteen. But um, I saw people doing it. Looked pretty cool. And um, we had a meal there, and it was delicious. So, if you haven't had Middle Eastern food, I would definitely recommend um checking it out because like it's the flavoring. It's all about the it's all about the flavoring, man. Like they got the they just got the seasoning right. It's like Mama's old recipe, you know. Oh, we had um chicken skewers and lamb skewers and like this beefy kind of sausage thing. Oh, and it's like it's not like eating a big just a big slab of steak. It's it's like it's eating these little portions of meat that are just so well done. That it's like it's enough, isn't it? Um, and we had a bit of hummus, a bit of flatbread, and a bit of rice with it. Oh, just, just flavor sensations. Not gonna lie. Um, definitely recommend. It was called Mama's Canteen, but um, I assume all Middle Eastern food is high caliber like that. Oh, it's it, that herbal mix, just so good. Like, yeah, um, I can't, I can't tell you how good it was, guys. It was just melting your mouth. Um, the meat was just so well cooked and everything. And like the the bloke there, the manager, he's so nice. Like he just come around. Hey guys, how's your meal? It's good. Yes, that's good. Yeah. So yeah, we were just we just had a nice meal there. It was great. Um and then after that we had oh, Luke Kidgel. Luke Kidgel, the one and only. Um <laughs> so uh, I've been listening to his podcast for a bit, um, Luke and Lewis and um I've been following him on Instagram and TikTok and what whatnot. So um, yeah, he's probably like the most the most followed uh, comedian that we went to there. And um, so yeah, I, I I was looking forward to that show. Sat in the front row, and it was sick. Um, he like he like went along and met everyone in the front row just like briefly, um, because I think I think what comedians do is they kind of meet every. Well, this is what some do, is they meet a few characters in the front row so that if they get stuck, then they can kind of just go back and, um, you know, have a chat and kind of spice up the show and until they remember what they're going to say. Well, <laughs> at least that's what it felt like with Luke Kidgel. Um, <laughs> like, I don't know what his comedy's like, his stand-up comedy's like usually because I haven't actually watched his stand-up. I've only watched, like, his comedy. But... Um, it it was like it was like he'd forgotten what to say. Like he'd remember a, a funny story and then he'd like talk about it, 
and then he'd like get sidetracked and then he'd come back to that story and then like keep talking about it and it's like okay i thought we already heard the punchline and <laughs> it was so funny because it just looked like he was floundering the whole time and it was like really painful to watch but i think that's his comedy and like he's just so he was so chill about it he's been doing it for six years and um he's real great um but yeah he picked me and grandma out of the crowd so um you know that's great cannon fodder uh, that's great um comedic fodder uh what isn't it like a 17 year old and his grandma watching a show you know it's plus i was wearing a trucker hat inside so yeah he was uh we're having a bit of back and forth banter you know um as two comedians do <laughs> you know <laughs> um and yeah he was uh he was getting bullied by 17 year olds in the front row um next to us and just generally having a great time up there i think and um and then he kind of he ca he asked the crowd like anyone here on centrelink and um and this one chick on in the front row was like yes i'm on it and he's like and i was like where are you going with this mate like you know it was a bit it was a bit weird not gonna lie um but he, he did he had told a story about you know centrelink so i suppose that's where he's coming from <laughs> but um and then he's like oh what do you want it for? Okay. Um, and then she's like, uh, disability. And then at this point, he's like digging himself a hole, really. And then he goes one step further and says, what disability? Like, come on, Luke. What the? Why? And so this chick in the front row is just like, oh, mental health. And so he's just up there feeling so bad it was so funny to watch um but you know uh, uh that's comedy for you um so yeah he was just floundering up on stage it all went silent after he he'd he'd heard this and i just yelled out great crowd work uh luke and uh you really had to be there um maybe unless you're laughing at home i, I can't really tell if i delivered that correctly but um Hopefully you're all just having a little cackle to yourself, you know, because it wasn't great crowd work. It was like, it was sarcastic, but yeah, I, anyway, I'm not going to explain the joke to you, but uh, yeah, that was a bit of comedy, comedic genius there on my, on my part, um, <laughs> and um, yeah, met him after the show, and you know, he thanked me for being in the front row, you know, he's a great guy, so Luke Kidgel, go and, uh, go and give him a follow, listen to Luke and Lewis, and um, yeah. <laughs> that was good fun um tuesday um yeah by tuesday like because i didn't really like plan anything during the days so we kind of just like walked around did fuck all all day and then went to these comedy shows at night so yeah we're just walking around melbourne just chilling but um it was good fun anyway so tuesday night stevenson brothers um this was another different style of comedy. This was a duo. And um, I booked these two because I wanted to get some tips on how to become, how to be a comedic duo. Because I'm, I'm trying to convince Kane from the Kane and Q show to be my offsider and be my comedic duo. He's a bit, uh, he's a bit hesitant, but uh, hopefully he'll come around one day. So these two... They're very musical, so that was um, that was different. But uh, I I don't know. They were all right. 
Uh, they were alright, but um, not not the best show. I'm I'm just gonna say that. Um, they're twin brothers, and yeah, they'll just yeah, they they were alright. They were alright, but um, there was this one chick in the back, um, a, a um prep teacher. Oh God, I don't know how she was a teacher. Like, she's just one of those, one of those people that just yells out like really stupid stuff. Like, uh, I don't know, like, and like atten- in an attention-seeking way as well. Like, like, just shut up, man. Just, just enjoy the show. Just shut up and watch the show. Um, so yeah, that was uh, that was good fun anyway. Um, they did pick me out of the audience as well because I was wearing a hat indoors again. But um, you know, they didn't really have much. They didn't really rip on me too much, so you know. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that was the Stevenson Brothers. And, um, the final show of the trip. Now, this one, <laughs> I'm sure most people would know, um, Alex Williamson, Shooter Williamson. Um, uh, the loosest Aussie cunt, I think he's called. Um, but, and yeah, I would, uh, I would agree with that statement because yeah, we went into that audience and, um, you know, waited for him to come out, you know. Just a bit of mothering and stuff. It was about, it was probably about a hundred, hundred people there. That was um, it was a pretty big crowd, you know, and um, lots of mullets and, um, you know, that kind of stuff. He comes out on stage and he just goes off his head. Um, and I'm sitting there next to my grandma, and he's just like, "How you going, you fucking cunts? Yeah, oh, do you want to hear some fucking comedy? Yeah, oh, so I was walking down the fucking street and this cunt fucking uh fucking." Oh my god, it was yeah, it was a lot of fucking swearing. Let's just say that. Um, um so yeah, that was um that was Shooter Williamson. I don't recommend going like he was really funny. I don't recommend going with your grandma though. Uh I would say yeah, go 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 alone or with a friend, maybe. Um, because yeah, that was very vulgar. Grandma just sat there and blocked it out. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was pretty funny though, not gonna lie. Like, um he's pretty witty and uh his comedy is good. I, I I had a bit of a chuckle to myself. And like he it was just his energy. Like he's a different energy to a lot of the other comedians, like very loose and you know I d I don't think I can pull that off, but um he did a great job. So if he's listening to the podcast, congratulations, shooter. Great show. And um so yeah, that's that was that was the uh that was the Melbourne Comedy Festival. Um and so and for reference, it's like they have all these like these like venues around the city where people where comedians book out, like and they have like I don't know, a show every night uh, at six o'clock or whatever. And so I I actually imagined it when it when they said it was a festival, like just this one spot where there's all these tents and stuff and you walk along and you're like, oh, yeah, I'll go and see him and just walk in and just watch the show. But no. Nope, not like that at all. Um, if I was you, I would... What what tips would I give um, if you were going to the comedy festival? Um, probably don't... Like, a lot of them say 18 plus or venues not licensed, but, like, they never even checked. Um... So, yeah, I just realized that, um, I just looked back then and the British comedy that we booked 
um, was actually 18 plus and I never realized it. But um, look, nobody cares really. Um, there wasn't actually many young people there, which was surprising, even though it was in the school holidays. So I think we should get a lot more kids, like younger people involved in stand-up. Like it's, it's a good, it's a good, good thing. It's a good show. It's a good discipline. Let's just say that. Um, but, um, and I would say book your tickets early, definitely, because, and you have to buy them from heaps of different ticket outlets. You can't just buy them from the one place and, ah, it's just, it's a real pain in the ass sometimes, but, um, anyway, it's, uh, all part of the experience, I guess. So Melbourne, great spot. Um, yeah, very, very ethnically diverse. And not too crowded. Not too crowded, I'm going to be honest. Um, and, uh, yeah, I definitely recommend heading down to Melbourne. Um, so, yeah. That's pretty much all i got to say, really. That's um, that's half an hour. Holy fuck. That's a lot longer than I thought. And, um, yeah, my life. What's been happening in my life. Um, played AFL. That was a great game, guys. So, would recommend and um, just been sticking my head down and doing schoolwork, I guess. Of course, you know. Um, I hope everyone's uh, enjoying the podcast. If you have listened to all the episodes and uh, you're wanting more, like, well, I'd be very surprised. Firstly, because it's a lot of that's a lot of episodes. But um, thank you would be what what I would say. Um, if you're enjoying the show, thank you. Because that's what I'm here for. Um, I'm just here to be in your ear holes and um, entertain, really. Um, I know this podcast hasn't been, you know, as funny as some of the other duo dual podcasts, but um, you know, it was certainly good good experience for me and good fun for me. So um, if you didn't like it, go fuck yourself. No. Um, I'm joking, of course. P- please keep listening. I need the listeners. But um, yeah, keep. Keep on listening, guys, and um, if you see me in person, just, you know, say, great podcast or whatever, because uh, I really appreciate it when everyone, when people I don't even know just come up to me and say, you know, oh, you're Hugh from the Guess You podcast, because um, that's that's the number one thing I do. I go up to people and I'm like, g'day, I'm Hugh from the from the Guess You podcast. Most people don't don't know, but um, some do, some do. So um, one day, one day. I'll dominate this area. I'll be I'll be the king of Narrabri and Gunnala. King of the podcasts around here. So um that'll be the day. That'll be the day. Um hopefully I'll get a bit of merch on the way sometime, but uh once I start being a bit more committed, then I might then I might do that. Um thanks for listening everyone and um follow the Instagram, the guess you dot podcast. Uh it's been a bit dry lately, but um I'm still here. I'm still here, don't worry. And uh, hopefully I'll keep releasing some podcasts. I've been a bit busy at school and um, just life in general. Um, not that that's an excuse, but uh, hopefully I'll get a few more on the way. And um, yeah, just enjoy your lives, guys. Like, you only live once, man. So use your life to listen to the podcast. Thanks, everyone. And uh, I'll see you next time. Doom doom. Shh.